This is AWLS, Podcasts on Wilderness Medicine, from the University of Utah School of Medicine. Hi, this is Richard Ingebretson from the University of Utah School of Medicine. Thanks for listening to our AWLS podcast series. I remind you to always go to www.wildmedu.org to look at our other programs and ways that you can study and certify in uh, wilderness medicine, especially advanced wilderness life support and basic wilderness life support if you've not uh, studied those. Today we're going to continue our discussion of some issues that involve uh, dental trauma. Uh, As uh, time goes on, we like to update our listeners on uh, new data that we get. So we've invited Dr. Paul Schmutz back, who wrote the chapter in the AWS and BWS textbooks on uh, dentistry. Welcome back with us, Paul. Hey, I'm glad to be here today. Today we're going to talk about uh, dealing with the knocked out tooth, more specifically uh, what we can store that tooth in while we get ready to reimplant it. And, and or are we going to just delay treatment and uh, take them to the dentist and put the tooth back in. So Generally speaking, when we talk about the avulsed tooth or the knocked out tooth, we have about 15 minutes before those periodontal ligament cells will start to die. And so it's good to put it in some sort of solution that will keep the viability of those cells. In fact, if you look at the characteristics of a, something that's stored in, we want something that's going to maintain cell viability, something that has the physiological and uh, physiological osmolarity and pH to keep things balanced. Uh, something that won't give us an antigen-antibody reaction, hopefully something that's readily available, and uh, in addition, something that has a good shelf life and is not expensive. So as we look at this list, the the king of the mountain is probably Hank's Balanced Salt Solution. And that's something that uh, you can buy, or you can buy already in a pre-made package called Save-A-Tooth or EMT, and in that, you can store your tooth, and uh, it can actually store up to 24 hours. Now, I wouldn't recommend that because after 24 hours, the socket is going to start uh, he- its healing process, and you may not be able to get the tooth back in. So the sooner you can get the tooth in, the better. There's other ones that are good but not really available to us, such as Viaspan or a culture medium such as EMEM or DMEM. But uh, the other one that most everyone has and is very readily available and still works great is milk. And hopefully you've all heard about that. Milk. It can be milk of any kind. The less fat, the better. It can be powdered milk. It can be milk that uh, is designed to be long shelf life milk that just sits on your shelf, doesn't need to be a refrigerator. Uh, Normal milk, uh, you put your tooth in that. It can last uh, six to eight hours before... Uh, you need to reimplant it. Now, the key to using milk is that the sooner you can get it in the milk, the better. Um, you don't want to have it sitting out for a long time and then tr- and then put it back in. Um, as we go down that list, uh, the next group that kind of is grouped together is oral rehydration salts, uh, egg whites. Again, eggs are, are pretty readable to pretty much everybody. Uh, green tea extract, not the green tea itself, but the extract and uh, propolis, which is a resin-like material made by the bees as they go around to the buds of poplar and conifer trees. And uh, and then the next one on that list is actually coconut water, which has become more popular for people to 
to drink and to take hiking and to use it. The only drawback with coconut water is it does have a low pH. Our next group that we used to think was a pretty good medium or solution to store our tooth in, uh, further research on it, it kind of has lowered it down on the list, but it's better than nothing and definitely better than water, are things like saliva, Gatorade, and saline. And those things are usually pretty readily available. And uh, But what we found is they just don't have as much effectiveness as maintaining the viability of those cells that we would hope for as we reimplant the tooth. Now, the last thing we want to talk about is water. Now, water, you would think, would be a great thing to throw the uh, tooth into and to store it. But unfortunately, water is not good. It's uh, It seems to actually break down the cell and cause it so that when we reimplant it, it won't do a good job. So don't ever store it in water. The only thing you want to use water for is if that's the only thing you have, use it to rinse it off and then stick the tooth back in the socket. Well, that's a good, a, a good uh, a summary. From what I gather from what you just told us, that the very, the, you call it the king or the top of the hill, is Hanks' Hanks Balanced Salt Solution, and we can buy it in different preparations. So I assume it comes in, in a little... Uh, cup or something that you can put the tooth in. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. So if you buy a save a tooth, then uh, it's a seal package. You unscrew the lid. It actually has a little basket in it. So the Hanks Balance Salt Solution is in there. You put the tooth in there. And then when you need the tooth, you can pull it out. Because when you want to re-implant the tooth, you want to hold it by the crown of the tooth, not by the roots. We want to keep those ligaments in the best shape that we can before we reimplant the tooth. So how long will Hank's uh, solution or save a tooth or one of these uh, commercially readily available things, how long will a tooth survive in that solution? So they can last, really they've studied them up to 24 hours and beyond. And so really once you put it in there, you're good for all day. But the key is, is what's happening to the socket. The socket is now starting to clot and it's starting to... to uh, do its job to heal the body. And so we want to get it back in the socket as soon as possible and not have to do as much cleaning to be able to put the tooth back in. Then, then you said milk. How long uh, will milk last? And then, of course, it, it may sound like a stupid question, but uh, fat or skim? All right, so a couple things to point out here. So one is what type of milk. If it's you know just the regular milk that you buy at the grocery store, they say the less fat, the better. But really, whatever you happen to have. So if you're in the backcountry, you're not going to have a whole bunch of different varieties. And when you go hiking or backpacking, a lot of people will just take powder milk, which lasts probably about four hours. So what I'm looking at is if someone knocks out a tooth, that I'm looking to put this tooth into some sort of medium just for a short period of time while I get everything else ready before I reimplant the tooth. So really, if you're having to wait four hours before you reimplant this tooth, then there's a lot of other things probably going on in this person's life. So then you, you said oral hydration solutions, because a, a lot of time uh, I'll take something to mix in water. Is that what you're talking about, just those solutions? So yeah, there's one specifically called, uh, it's actually called oral rehydration salt, but there's probably a couple different forms of it. And uh, you just want to mix that up in water. I mean, so I guess the one thing is with the powdered milk and the oral rehydration salts is if it's not already mixed up, then you have to take the time to mix it. 
and with the knocked out tooth, we really have kind of 15 minutes has kind of been the number that everyone throws out as to how long that tooth, those cells on that tooth will last before they lose their nourishment and start to die on us. Obviously, the sooner the better. So if, if you can pick up that tooth and put it in a solution, the sooner, then we're going to be able to sell more, save more cells. If you really think about it, someone has an accident, we have 15 minutes to start, the clock starts ticking. Now, number one, if it fell out of the mouth, you have to find the tooth, which is probably down in the dirt somewhere. And now we have to pick it up, and then we have to put it into our solution. And then, once we have the solution, then we can go to the mouth and check to see what's going on in the mouth. So that time goes by pretty quick. Well, that's interesting. So Hank's solution, which you can buy commercially, milk, and then some oral hydration salts that you can put it in. And then down on the list was egg whites, and uh, you said green tea. And then going down, as I recall, you said coconut water, which I like to drink. And then down at the bottom was Gatorade. And I know that a lot of people that listen to this uh, podcast series have uh, said that they've heard that Gatorade was actually pretty good. But you're you're saying that's down at the bottom. So there, it's been pushed down to the bottom. The problem with Gatorade, it has some nutrients in it for the cells, but it has a low pH. And uh, the osmolarity of it is actually good. And so when you look at that, if that's the only thing you have, just know that it can't stay in there for very long. You're probably looking at... 30 minutes max on Gatorade before it starts to be harmful to that tooth. So in in review, we should all uh, get some Hank's solution. We have milk, egg whites, uh, coconut water in that order. Um, let me ask you, so uh, you're uh, going with your friends and you're going to hike a mountain somewhere and you're going to be gone for uh, uh, two days to get to it, hike and come back. What would you take uh, on the trip in case you fell while you're hiking or getting on to the summit? Well, the one thing I would take, and I always take when I go backpacking anyway, just because I like it, is I like to drink milk. And so I always bring powdered milk with me when I when I go on a backpacking trip. So I already have that available, and I take that with me. The other thing that you could carry with you if you wanted to would be the Hank's Balanced Salt Solution. In all the years that I've been backpacking and hiking, I've never had anyone fall and knock a tooth out. I've had other injuries that I've had to treat people for, but I haven't had that yet, so... If you're trying to stay light, then you go with powdered milk. And I think that the, uh, hiking and uh, is not necessarily one, but we have uh, one that's going to cause this. But bikers and climbers and the more uh, high velocity sports, trail running and things like that, we uh, the ultra runners could fall and land. And a lot of times, kids. Just one last uh, comment. So you're saying that first we should try to put the tooth back in. And then, but what if it's a, a child that has a baby tooth? What do you do with those? So with baby tooth, the rule is we don't put them back in because one, that tooth is going to come out anyway, and the other tooth is developing. And there is some concern that if we try to reimplant a baby tooth, that we might damage the developing tooth. So if it happens to be a baby tooth, then we want to uh, just leave it out and then just treat the person, treat the child to, uh, to stop the bleeding and let everything heal. Well, if you're in a, a, a sport that has high velocity and you're at risk to uh, knock out a tooth, uh, if you can't implant it, uh, Hank solution sounds like the thing, followed by milk, uh, some uh, oral hydration salts or powdered milk, coconut water. The bottom of the list is your own saliva, uh, Gatorade, and saline. 
Paul, as always, we're always glad to have our wilderness dentist with us. Thank you. Uh, and this ends this uh, update podcast on these uh, solving solutions for knocked out teeth. And as always, we say thank you for listening. Thank you.